0: Today we're going to take a walk with the, with these disciples to the road of Emmaus and see what we can find there. If you go there today in the Holy Land, you will find that there are three different towns claiming to be Emmaus because Emmaus has been lost to history. Uh, it's not a town that survived. Many of them did survive for 2,000 years, but Emmaus, there are three different places claiming to be Emmaus for tourists to come. But that's a good thing because that way, Every place is Emmaus. We are all on the road to Emmaus. And Christ walks beside us. These disciples were at Passover. Everybody's leaving Jerusalem to go home. Mass exodus of individuals. But these were followers of Christ. They were probably at Palm Sunday. They watched the crucifixion. They couldn't believe it. They weren't in the 12, but they were part of that larger group of 300, probably, that went out as Jesus asked them to over those three years. They, were, they knew where the disciples were hidden. These were, these were close followers of Jesus, and yet they didn't understand. They didn't hear him when he said, I have to suffer and die, that I will rise again. Who could believe this? As they walk along, They're discussing Jesus. And he suddenly is walking. They're walking very slow. And Jesus appears to come from behind. He's also apparently coming back from the city and catches up to them, as one often does on a walk. You catch up to people at different speeds. and He says hello and slows down to talk with them. And they welcome him into their discussion. They're already hospitable. But this is not... A stranger, it is Jesus in disguise. Didn't he say to us, where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in your midst? So is he not here with us today in the scriptures, in the Eucharist, and in each other, hiding within us, hiding in the scriptures that we have just heard, Jesus himself speaking, hiding in the Eucharist, bread and wine, now his body and blood that 25 of our children received yesterday. Isn't it the same thing? Don't we have a chance to really have faith in him? They Notice how this follows the Mass. This is not an accident. This is a description of the first century Christian worship service. We call it the Mass. That's a later term. But it follows exactly what we're doing. We gather in Christ's name we converse before mass Christ comes and he is present to us and he discusses with us he reads the scriptures to us and then interprets them that's what the homily is and in our hearts he speaks to us and we walk with him and these disciples are very depressed and Christ shares that depression it's also funny i mention this every time this gospel comes up every 3 years he walks along and says what are you talking about isn't that what he does when we pray He says, how was your day? That's what our Lord wants to hear from us. Tell me about your day. Well, he already knows everything. What does he want to know? It's because it's like a parent talking to a child. How was your day? Well, the parent knows a lot of these things, but they want to hear the child talking. And Jesus wants to know. They say, well, are you the only person in Jerusalem that doesn't know what's going on? Well, he's the only person that does. They're talking to the one person who understands everything. And they don't recognize him. Why don't they recognize him? Jesus is not recognized by anybody in the New Testament after he rises from the dead. And I wonder if I'll recognize my own mother when I see her again in heaven. Right? Maybe we all look very different. Anybody want a new face? (laughs) I do. Uh, But, you know, they recognized him in the process of living. Peter, when he caught a large number of fish, we heard... Uh, at, at First Communion yesterday, Mary Magdalene, when, when she heard his voice. And they recognized him in the Eucharist. So they invite him into their home, and this is, this is the offertory. Jesus is, makes as if he's going further. He wants to be invited in for dinner, but he wants them to decide, so he makes as if he's going on, and he will go on if we don't invite him in. He waits for us to invite him into our hearts. And if we do, he'll come and eat with us in the sacrifice of the Mass, and he'll live with us and work with us throughout our lives. They invite him in. This is the offertory. When we support things like interfaith hospitalities coming up, you can see how this is exactly what what they're doing, inviting a stranger, people that come here to church that are visitors, and we greet them after Mass. This is... Christ. But it's also when we give money for example we're giving it to keep the church going and also for the poor. So this is the offertory which they which is is part of what they did from the first century on. They invite him in and they they have a, they share a meal with Jesus. And Jesus says he takes the bread and they invite him to do the blessing and he does the Jewish blessing the baraka prayers. And notice here in the scriptures There are three accounts of the Last Supper in the New Testament Gospels, one in 1 Corinthians, but the one that we follow most closely in the institution, in in the consecration, is what we hear to hear. This should sound very familiar to you. And it happened that while he was at table with them, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. Doesn't that sound familiar to you? Isn't that... The consecration is a merging of all five accounts of the of the uh, consecration, and this is the one they use the most. So, Jesus then, he takes the bread. It is precisely at that moment that Christ is recognized, and the moment they recognize him, he disappears. From now on, they will find him in the Eucharist, the breaking of bread, which is the time that the term that they used for it in the first century. Then they, having received him sacramentally, they can't wait to go back and tell the disciples. They go back five times faster than they left. They can't wait to get back, and then they tell people what they found. We too are on the road to Emmaus, and Christ walks within us. He walks beside us. When we pray, he's always there in our life, our sufferings, the people we meet, the chance encounters. He speaks to us today in the scriptures, in the Eucharist, and in each other. Hospitality is a big part of who we are. You know, Father John was here last week, and he says, he always tells me that we have a very friendly parish. And you see, that's, that's part of our Christian witness, is that we recognize Christ in others. And all three of these are very present here in this reading. We, too, are on the road to Emmaus. And Jesus walks beside us in the scriptures, in those we meet, and in the breaking of the bread.